1: Adjacent?
2: You're listening to the Sports Adjacent.
3: Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today. Adjacent.
2: With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network.
3: We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent.
0: This is an interesting thing I was thinking about the other day about our friendship is that we laugh all the time. We make each other laugh all the time on the right. phone or when we hang out, but I feel like we have very different senses of humor. And the reason that I became fixated on this was because we were talking about TV shows the other day and you told me you just did not bite on the office, which what, is like you? my, which is like my favorite show of all time. And yeah. I've had this happen with other friends too, where like we get along, we think some of the same things are funny where we're like funny together, but then like, man, we do not like the same funny TV shows. We do not like the same funny movies. Like what, what TV shows do you think are funny? Where maybe we can find some kind of overlap in our like Venn diagram of what's funny. All right. So here's the problem with
3: the office is one of those shows where if I say I love it, there's a whole, Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is the greatest show in the world. Yeah. If I say I don't
0: like it, now it's, oh my God, Russ, how could you? Like, <laughs> I'm, now I'm the
1: worst person in the
0: world. There is definitely a snobbiness among Office fans, which I'm an Office fan, but I, I don't do this because I, I understand that people have different senses of humor. But there is a snobbiness of like, if you say you don't like The Office, it's because you don't get it. Yes. You're, you're, not quit, you're not smart enough to get it, Russ, or whoever. It well, literally,
2: it literally <laughs> quenches every part of comedy that you could ever want. Oh, so Tony's one of these people, Russ. Yes, of I know I mean. you. I, will, I know you love Tony more than you love me, so
0: it's cool. <laughs> I didn't know Tony was one of these people, though. That because instead of him saying like, "Hey, it's okay, you like different things," you know, no. maybe you maybe you just like to see a guy get hit in the groin with a football, and that's hilarious to you. The, that the office is just too highbrow for you. That's what office just, snobs say. I love like highbrow comedy. It just didn't it never hit me. Okay, so like, what shows do you like? What comedies do you like? Now
2: we're super. We're really gonna judge now.
0: Yeah, but see, <laughs> now you're putting me on a spot for thousands
3: of people to now judge my the things I watch. First of all, I don't have time. Ross, to watch why did you start a podcast if that's
0: not what you're you're signing up for? I don't, for, I don't Come know. On. I don't know. Now I'm nervous. Now, like I don't Which we talked about his life. dating life last week. Tommy, and <laughs> hey, now I now I'm, start I'm asking him what TV shows he likes, <laughs> and he goes on the defensive. I can't. All right, so I what shows am I into right now? Let me stall for you for a second. You guys are listening to sports adjacent with jason leisure and russ dorsey russ is on the uh, other end right now thinking about what tv shows he likes because this of all places is where tony gill and i have asked him too personal of a question
3: dude i i'm not gonna lie to you nothing's coming to me right now and i love (laughs) good shows but now you
0: if you ask me anything else i could give you an answer but I don't know why this stumped me today. Okay, let me tell you some comedies that I really like, and you okay. and be honest, like okay. it's okay if you hate every single one of them, because and you might, because a lot of them are similar. Okay. I'm assuming if you don't like The Office, you don't really like Parks and Rec. And, I'm a,
3: I'm a Parks and Rec guy. Yeah, oh, I do. Okay,
0: yeah, I, yeah. I love Parks and Rec, uh, Thirty Rock. These are all big, defunct big shows that you can still get on uh, on Netflix or Peacock. Big Thirty or Rock guy, yes. Uh, Arrested Development. Eh, miss me. Okay, you've tried it, at least. I appreciate that. Uh, Modern Family, I really like that. Love Modern Family in the Pro- Doors. Probably after The Office, my second favorite television show ever. The one I could just rewatch an episode. That before. show
3: is hilarious. Like, they don't miss. Which one?
0: Modern Family? Modern Family, yeah. It's airtight. It's amazing how well they write and how they interweave different storylines to hit the joke at the end. Uh, my second favorite show of all time, though, that I could watch all the time is King of the Hill. Do you know that one? King of the Hill, like the cartoon, the cartoon. It was all no, very it. long. It was 13 years. It was a long no, no, running successful show. No, success
3: no. Sure. no I, I understand it was high. It had a lot of success on Fox Um, was a lot of funny moments on there. I'll give you that. Okay. It wasn't like, my go to, but it was a
0: pretty funny show. Like with some of their jokes, you know what we both like? I know. Th- I know one thing we both like. We
2: both like Conan. We're yes. both big Conan fans. What, big Tony, Conan you like Conan? Guy. Uh, no i okay. never got Conan
3: damn Conan was the man and like when Conan had his uh his show on NBC it was great and I used to stay up and watch it and then they were just like alright Conan's not gonna be the host of the, the show anymore and I'm yeah. like well, who, who are they gonna get to host and they're like Jimmy Fallon and I'm like what the dude from Taxi <laughs> that's who y'all gonna get to host <laughs> he's gonna be terrible and he's he's amazing
0: like I I, that's, <laughs> that's one I could say I got that one wrong Okay, so you're a fan now of that. Um, Mm -hmm. We have some big news that I want to get to in a minute. Russ has some big news about this incredibly successful podcast. But first, Russ, why are you so upset? What What's the big problem? Russ is on Twitter complaining about. I guess he had some Cubs story that he thought was going to be on the back page. No, uh, it was the Sun Times. It was the back page. Okay. And for those of you that don't know, we both work at the Sun Times, and it's a big deal because it's a tabloid tabloid style paper. It's a big deal to be on the back page. And you thought you thought what you were going to be on the back page today?
3: Uh, it was set in stone after I talked to Stone, off. and okay. the Bears acquired a bum ass quarterback, and now that oh. knocked, my, knocked my story off the back page.
0: The thing that you, I hope you start to understand, is the Bears could have acquired like a backup tight end, and it still might have bumped your story off the back page. But yeah,
3: but it, that's not the point.
0: The point the Bears is, are a juggernaut, man. When I covered the Blackhawks, I did that for my first couple of months at the Sun-Times. It was like two stories of mine ever made the back page. And then once you start covering the Bears, you just you make the back page like by accident. You write stuff that you don't even think about. And then you look at the next day and you're like, oh, wow, they used that as the back page. I'm just my story was better than any Andy Dalton story. No offense to you, Pat and Patsy, but it's cool. I took a blowtorch to it. I mean, you might like that. It's it's okay. It's okay. All right. So that's only the second biggest news item in Chicago today is Andy Dalton, or at the time we're recording this, by the way, Andy Dalton, mania sweeping the city, Russ, tell the people what's going on with us at Sports Adjacent.
3: No, we, we've had a successful debut. I'm so excited that the 12 of you returned to the podcast this week. (laughs) (laughs) we're, We're so excited that you decide to stick alongside of us. Uh, No, but for real, like you guys are awesome. You guys shared the podcast, you listened, you told a friend and we love and appreciate you for that here on uh, the Sports Adjacent podcast. It's great. What you guys did was so successful in in sharing and liking our podcast that we now have our first sponsor here on Sports Adjacent, a great company, Uh, one that I've rocked with for a long time. I know a lot of people in the city of Chicago do obvious shirts is our first sponsor here on sports adjacent. And we're so excited. Chicago, uh, Chicago brand, Chicago operated. Joe's a great dude. He supports what we do here on the podcast. He supports the city. Um, I have a shirt over there. If you're a fan of the, the inside joke that I have with a lot of my followers on Twitter, You see people calling me soft vanilla. It's not an insult. It's a joke. And you can (laughs) see where that stems from. It started as an insult. It started as an insult by the dude that sent me the email. Yes. But we turned it into a joke and then a t-shirt that's available on obvious shirts. So go there, buy some shirts. We support the people that support us and and Joe is family. Now he's part of our sports adjacent family. And here's the best part. You can use promo code adjacent 10, on obvious get 10% off your order. Do that. They have a lot of stuff for you, no matter who you cheer for socks, cubs, bears, bulls, they have something. And we're really excited that that obvious is going to be a part of this with us for the foreseeable future.
0: I love their stuff. It's such a, such a clean style. I, my favorite shirt on there is uh, and I haven't ordered this yet, but I plan to is the baseball needs more Tim Anderson's t-shirt. Absolutely. I love that one. They have a ton of bears stuff though. A ton of cubs and white Sox stuff.
3: Like more Black people.
0: I'm sorry. What? Some more
3: black people. I'm sure if we talked to Joe, he could put baseball needs more black people on a
0: shirt. And I, <laughs> I think it would do very well. Specifically um, for me, they, baseball needs more Tim Anderson's. I love how he is as a player and a person. You come on. You love Tim Anderson, don't you?
2: Well, yeah, but I took away from that. Just baseball needs more black people. I
0: okay. don't
3: think anybody disagrees with you. Uh, Tony, I think you are absolutely correct. But back. Ag- if you want that shirt. Yeah. Or any of the others shirts.com use promo code adjacent 10 to get 10% off. You're going to be hearing ads for, for them on our pod. They are officially our first sponsor and we're really excited to have them. Joe is a great dude. And so make sure you're supporting him as you support us.
0: Very good. Yeah. Very happy to have them. And, uh, their shirts are funny. They're clean looking. They're, they're funny. They're smart. Like quality material. Yeah. Good looking quality quality shirts. I like a lot of stuff they have. So we are really excited for that. I really want to talk about this Netflix documentary on Blockbuster. If you could follow that sentence. I watched this last night on Netflix. Tony is fascinated by this idea. I don't know if, did you guys, did you watch it, Tony? I haven't watched it yet. It's certainly on the the queue. Tony loves the idea though. He loves, Russ, how how savage it is that, Th- that Netflix. This is the ultimate last laugh. Is Netflix not only is going to put them out of business, but make a little more money in 2021 by doing a documentary on their demise. Two things. Uh, before we get to blockbuster,
3: I just want to point out that my man Tony not only has the fresh lineup, but he has the fresh beard lineup too, and he looking super fresh here on the Zoom. So I just want to point that out to my man. But second thing, I, I I was late to joining you guys on the Zoom because I literally just finished watching it before i jumped on here oh you did it was really good by the way a really well done documentary and while that it is funny to say like the person that killed blockbuster made a documentary about blockbuster that's really funny but like as you get into it and i'm not going to spoil it like it's really not about it wasn't about netflix at all not really you're right that wasn't the downfall so it's a really well done documentary and it, for me, like, it's one of those things, it's like, I'm
0: not too young to remember how big Friday nights at the video store yes. was. I wondered if you guys would know that because you guys are in your mid-20s. And I wondered if, I mean, Blockbuster was still a thing in like, 08. So I wondered <laughs> how much you guys knew, how familiar you were with the experience of going to Blockbuster. Again, the, uh, the documentary is The Last Blockbuster. It's about the last standing one in Bend, Oregon. And uh, it covers the demise of Blockbuster and everything like that. So you, So you did know you're, like, yeah, you're so, watching this these were familiar scenes to you right no it's like
3: it felt it's one of those things like it's felt really good to watch it because it's like <laughs> fridays at the video store like you come home from school your parents are like all right nobody wants to cook we're gonna go get some chinese or pizza and then we're gonna stop by the video store everybody's like yay the video store and like going in there and running around the aisles and looking for whatever movie you wanted to watch whether it was on vhs or later dvds but even Early two thousands VHS slash DV, like they had both. Um, then games got introduced in the video stores. That yeah. was a really good deal, yeah. especially after two thousand. So, nah, man, like that's nostalgia
0: on ten. My brother and I, the goal was to get in there, get a to convince my dad to get us a, a movie and a video game, like for the weekend. And then if if we were really like hit jackpot. We'd get some candy, too. Did you and your brother have a lot of fights in there about what movies you were going to get? Or did you? Uh... Yeah. So never, never. Over... Your brother is older, right? You're the younger. Yeah, I'm the younger brother. But so, yeah, I picture you losing those arguments. Shit. No, never, <laughs>
3: never that, never that. So it was never about the movie. Like We could always pick the movie because we have a similar taste. But it was always the video game because my parents say, all right, y'all get one movie a piece and y'all get one game. And that was there. And so we had to like decide. And as we got older, then we, it, every, each of us got a game.
2: You guys but, got a game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tony, well, yeah. You just got a movie. Listen, Tony, <laughs> how many, do you, how many uh, siblings do you have, Tony? I uh, have uh, three you, other siblings. I'm the oldest. I got two brothers and a sister. See, that's how it is. Like, y'all had more people in the household. So, but Yeah, you can't be but, promising everybody something right. in that group. No, but it was just me and my, uh, at, at the time of Blockbuster, it was just me and my brother right under me. Like the the other two, Ah, they weren't going until like like nine, I think 98, 99. So they, the blockbuster phase kind of slowly passed them. Um, They were too young to pick a movie, but yeah, like I'm just shocked. You guys got a, and a video game. Yeah. But here's the thing, Tony, like,
3: and you probably know this one, you had to be doing good in school to get, a video and or game because if those grades slip not you you need to be studying tonight even on friday like you not getting no game or or a movie or maybe you might just get a movie um and then like you if you i was playing i'm uh for everybody out there like i'm preacher's kid like my dad's a pastor so back in the day like we could be and, and tony knows this as a tony as well, well. um you we could be playing the game all night on saturday Become Sunday morning, you got to get up. It's time for Sunday school, right? The worst, it was the worst thing in the world. And sorry, mom and dad, I know y'all <laughs> listening. But it was, it was the worst thing. We'd be up playing the game till 3, 4 a.m. Become come 8.30, y'all got to get up. It's it's yeah. time for Sunday school. So now, nah, man, Friday's at the, the video store. And here's the cool thing. I don't, and you guys don't know this, but, but I actually worked at a video store in college. You did? Yeah, like recently. So- like I a rental place like yeah, like like a, like a blockbuster it's, or a, like a knockoff. It was, it was Damien damn blockbuster. So family video, popular okay. brand uh, for everybody out there. Like they have them all, all had them all over the country. There are very few now. Um, There are more of those than there are blockbusters. But yeah, I worked at family video. There was one down the street from my house. And so that was the place we would go on. Like we weren't a blockbuster family. We were a family video family. Okay. And both of them like we had. Blockbuster five minutes away and family video five minutes away. But we would always go to family video. And so growing up there as a kid, it's like, oh my God, this would be the coolest place to work. (laughs) And so growing up, I didn't get my first job till I was 19. And because you know, growing up playing sports, like you're playing in the summertime, you don't really have time for a job. So I didn't have a regular job in high school. So got to college. And I'm like, I come home from school my freshman year. And I'm like, well, I, should, I need to do something because I wasn't playing baseball at that point. And I'm like, I should work at Family Video. Like, this would be a really cool job. And at that point in 2015, it was still like people were still running DVDs and Blu-rays at that point and games. And I'm like, all right, sure. It's down the street from my house. Like, I've, I've always wanted to do this. So let's do it. And I kid you not, it, even including reporting, sports writing, it's the funnest job I've ever had. Really? Why? Because I would come to work and we had to, it was business casual. So I'd come to work. Yeah. I chill. You know, I have my iced coffee. The people that worked there were all really cool. We were all in college and it was just a fun environment and people would come in. You, it was a great way to meet people. I'm a people person. So that was fun In recommending movies to people and telling people yeah that movie's kind of trash and people trust you (laughs) and and then you build these relationships as people come back and come back and then i used to flirt with girls and like hey do you yeah i got you i give you a, a free movie or whatever and it was cool and then like this is the best part of it i i made so much on commission
0: really so what do you make commission for it? a video rental? So place? selling,
3: selling popcorn and candy. Really? Okay. A, for every two boxes of candy, like I made like a dollar. Right. And then the biggest strategy there was buy three, get one free for new releases. So if new movies oh, okay. came out, so back then let's say Iron Man two or Iron Man three and whatever horror movie came out. If people bought three of the new releases, you got one for free. And so every one of those buy three get one freeze that I sold, I got made 25 cents. So my goal every shift was I need to sell at least 50 of these on a shift. And I would do that. And you know, it's one of those jobs where when you know how to talk to people, you're gonna you're gonna do yourself well. I was a marketing major at the time, so I knew how to do all of those different things. I made so much money. Like I was doing my taxes with my dad. and for a job I had for seven weeks, he's like, all right, how much do you make? And I'm like, yeah, I'm about five, six grand. He's like, what? You made How much? He's like, how much candy were you selling? And I'm like, eh, yeah, it's pretty well. So yeah. it
0: was, it was like the best job in the world. They were talking about it. Like it was the best job ever. They had some guys on the documentary that had worked there at Blockbuster, not family video, but they were talking about it. Like it was just the most fun. I, I remember, I mean, this was still, I I'm old enough that, this was still going on when I was in college. So back in like o five o six, um, I would walk to the Blockbuster uh, on Claiborne Avenue in New Orleans. And they were all, the thing I mainly remember is that they were always watching stuff in there. They had like TVs in there to be able to watch, play movies like while it was open. And they were always watching the worst stuff. They were always watching these like bizarre foreign films or so these, like, really like dark movies or real like, real like, over the top horror movies. Like you would never want to walk in there with a child.
3: Right. Right. No, it was like, that's another cool thing. So when movies came out, if we worked, if we were working there at the time, like I
0: got the new releases before the public got them. Yeah. They said they were, you probably saw them talking about that on the blockbuster documentary. Yeah, for sure. And
3: I was just like, no, I, I remember that. It was the best thing in the world. Yeah. If there was something I didn't catch at the show, I'm like, oh man, I've been wanting to see this. And so I obviously I get to watch it before, and but no, nah, it's it was such a uh, laid back job, and it was the perfect job for a college student. It was before I really got took reporting seriously, and that became things I did in the summertime with internships and, and things like that. But no, nah, it was the coolest
0: job I've ever had. All that being said, like they there was so much talk in this in this in this documentary, the last blockbuster about how everybody misses this. And this is an important thing that we've lost. I I don't miss going to Blockbuster at all. I miss a little bit the way like movie night was a big thing, Mm -hmm. but I mean, you would still go to Blockbuster like this massive company and you'd go the day that Ace Ventura two would come out on VHS and (laughs) they'd, (laughs) they'd say they had 50 copies and then they had, but they were all gone. They're all sold out. Yeah, I mean, this is a whole thing that I don't know if people do now, but like the movie would come out in the theater and then you'd have to wait. And and this is, for me, a lot of this is like pre-internet even, where you don't know a release date that this is coming out on VHS. You just wait and wait and wait. And then somehow, one way or another, you find out Ace Ventura 2, Pet Detective, whatever, is coming out on Friday. And so you're like, we got to get to Blockbuster. We got to get to uh, Suburban Video is the one we went to when we were kids as well. And you get there and they've got a bunch of spots for it, but no movies. They're all gone right and then you get the thing where it's like that's not um, fun. I, i'm fine i don't need that back nah man because
3: friday like that's a thing like that we all that's a memory that we all have and uh, maybe if you were born no nah, we'll stop it at 98 like that's a memory that we all have and like how how fun friday nights at the video store were like people used to go on dates like, yo, let's go pick up a movie and go back to the crib. Like, that was a date for people. Yes. So I, I think that's, there is something to be said for missing that part of it. And I do think that was a fun thing. And do I miss that? Like, yeah, it, it was memories that I have with my family. Like, the those fights with my brother and at the moment weren't great. But, like, looking back, like, that was fun. Because, like, we were just so excited about, you now being able to rent movies. And that's the thing. You'd rent the same movie. Like, because you just love that movie. Sometimes you just
0: rent the same movie like 15 times, but I digress. Oh, we would do that. And we'd watch it over and over. And that's like what you were saying with the video games. That's what, I mean, you've got to watch it or play it as many times as you can in 48 hours before that thing goes back. Right.
3: This is a sidebar I wanted to get to because we're talking about, so that working at family video was my first job. What were you guys' first jobs? My very, my first job
0: I can't remember which was first. I worked at an office max um, as a, as a high school student, but I also worked as like not a lifeguard, but it was technically a pool attendant at like a community pool. And that was the best man. Cause you would work five hour shifts. You would either work like 10 to three or three to eight and whichever one you had, there was nobody there. Nobody came there the first two hours or the last two hours that it was open. So you really only had to do stuff like three hours a day, you just had to like, you know, open it up and clean it up a little bit. And I mean, you could sit there and do like summer reading homework from school or wash your car or whatever, and you were you were on <laughs> the clock for what <laughs> if somebody died? Nobody like, would be there. No, no, no. I'm talking about like the two hours a day that nobody was there.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm
0: like, yeah. washing your car and some kids drowning in the well,
1: deep. End. That's That'll the thing.
0: Terrible. You you technically weren't a lifeguard, so you didn't have to save anybody unless you wanted to. But that never came up actually. There's, There's never any kind of issue like that. Your, your job was mostly to like make sure people were, who came in actually lived there. The job that I remember from college that uh, I really enjoyed, like what you were talking about, was working at PJ's Coffee in New Orleans, which is like a local New Orleans version or Southeast version of Starbucks. And that was cool. that was a fun job for like that amount of time for like two months. So you're a barista between between uh, graduating and starting my first real job in Miami. I liked that. I, I enjoyed making the drinks and learning about all the stuff. And I don't know if I could have done it for more than about two months. So I don't know if I can imagine Jason as a barista.
2: I was good. I was good at it. What about you, Tony? Uh my first job was White Castle. Yes, sir. Oh, that <laughs> sounds gross. <laughs> yeah. I have oh, so uh, many questions. I uh I enjoyed that job. It was cool. Um, you got free food on your breaks? So you eat as much as you want uh, while you're working. Um, all the interesting characters that you can imagine coming in and out of uh, uh, a White Castle. Saw somebody get shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. At, so at the, he like, going
3: straight to the... <laughs> like
2: on the White Castle
0: property or like yeah, across yeah, the, the street? In, or? Uh,
2: in the parking lot. Got shot. We had to call Oh, him my holy. gosh. Yeah. So that was the first person I seen. How old were you? Uh, I w- It was out of high school. Like, I I got it like right almost right after. So, 2011? Yeah, summer 2011. Okay. I imagine
3: somebody coming up. Oh, y'all, somebody got shot. Tony back there. Dang. Keep on cooking the the sliders. Just a Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, all right. So, I have questions. So, Tony, what made you decide White Castle? Was that like, that was who was hiring? You knew somebody up there because I know sometimes it's like All right, I know somebody up there I can get this job.
2: Uh, it was the, I mean it was the only place that will hire me. Right. I, I didn't understand it. I'm like, come on, I'm I work hard. I'm a nice, I'm well groomed. Right. I'm me. I should be able to get a job. You know, actually I have plenty of options, but no, that's right. not how I worked. Uh, the uh, I, I I applied at Dunkin' Donuts actually first, Baskin Robbins, Dunkin' Donuts, and yeah. um, I, I I think they were trying to skew young female as their workforce uh, to, you know, have the because, you know, at some Dunkin Donuts, they have like a group of like older men that Mm -hmm. likes to sit all day in. in And I think they preferred uh, uh, young women instead of uh hardworking young men. So sounds like a very shady Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, that
0: sounds like some
3: shady that.
0: Yeah. I
2: don't know if uh, Dunkin'
0: Donuts uh, corporate approves that policy. Yeah, yeah they're gonna be a little upset with how Tony yeah, probably <laughs> <fighting> <laughs> because
3: I think you might have a case there, sir.
2: So yeah uh, I played at uh, uh the the haunted trails by my house, uh McDonald's mm, not the White Castle was the one. So they got you know early Tony Gill. Okay, White Castle, man,
3: that's the spot. You talk about some place that's packed on Friday night. Not so after a blockbuster or family video would close, Go to a White Castle at two a.m. That line is going <laughs> to be backed up. I bet.
0: Like or after a movie, White Castle definitely the move. I I could imagine. Hey Russ, uh, on the subject of movies and blockbuster, yeah, I this would be a great time to play. The game that you have been just dying to play on here. Ask a young person, Tony. Do we have imaging for that? Do you have something? It's <laughs> yes. for your favorite game.
2: This is, this, right. is
3: uh, this is why we pay Tony Gill the
2: big bucks to produce for us. So cause... this is
0: this is an honest question. This is Russ's favorite thing. Is that we're like ten years apart, like, and Russ thinks it's like thirty or forty years. Well, in terms of the things that you've
3: done in your life, you've had two beautiful daughters. Correct. You're married to an awesome person. Hi, Ashley, you're great. Um, Who actually, I like Ashley more than you. So most people do. That's common. (laughs) There's that.
0: But yeah, like you've done so much and I'm, the word, yeah, I, yeah. I understand that you're not. I feel like you're trying. You've been trying gradually since the first time you pointed this out, which was like the day we met. You've been trying gradually to like shift this toward being a compliment. I I have a legitimate question. Let's get it. In ask a young person today, how do young people get movies? Because there's no more blockbuster, right? Like DVDs don't. How do you got How do you rent a movie or watch a movie that comes out if it's not like on Netflix? Um. Yeah. So. So here's a cool thing.
3: So, well, first, Netflix is like the main source. They've been slipping a little bit here lately over the last like year, year and a half because their movies have been kind of trash. Um, but then you have Amazon Prime. I would say for all the people who like horror movies, Amazon Prime might have the best selection out there. Um, you have Hulu. You
0: have HBO Max. Is, is, it's their... Do you just have up. to subscribe to all these things? Well, it, yeah. So you to have it, five, like eight different versions of netflix to be able to no no no
3: no no, no. no. it's just so stream different you have different streaming services so with something like hbo max if you have cable and you have hbo in your package you get hbo max you just have to use your cable login okay. but you know if you have amazon prime then you could get prime video netflix either you got yours or you got the homies that they give you the password but they cracking down on that like they're, they're trying to yeah, yeah. They, you know the world I don't Ooh, want to say whether Bible. I'm worried about that or not now Jason hold on no no but no I am I'm not gonna let you speed past that like you you don't you don't at your big age <laughs> have somebody else's Netflix login
0: I do Jason why wouldn't I Jason you why wouldn't I like any good uh like like any good American I have my parents
2: <laughs> login <on> Netflix <laughs> I view I view it as a trade off, right? If I'm offering, if I'm providing something for you, on a semi regular basis, the least you can do is give me the Netflix pass. Yeah, I'm not
0: providing anything to my parents. Well, other than other than my love and uh, grandchildren, maybe. But like, <laughs> all right, so Russ, like, Abu, what if, but there are movies that aren't on these streaming services. Like, if when the, there's a new James Bond movie coming out in theaters this year, right? I think I think it is. Um, I love those movies. When that movie comes out, if that's not on like Netflix or Amazon Prime or something that you already have, how do you get that? Uh, I would think like, I I don't know how I would do it now. No, I think
3: for one thing for like people, me and Tony's age and younger, like we not desperate to watch the movie. It's like, all right, if we didn't catch it at the show, I can wait for it to come on out on Netflix Mm because like they come out on Netflix or streaming a lot faster than they used to. Like it used to be like six months like normal but now after a movie comes out in theaters within a month and a half or two months like it's on streaming services so yeah i don't think we're really locked in if you wanted to watch it that bad like rent it off of like you can rent movies on prime video or youtube or whatever there we go that's what i didn't know yeah Yeah. so Uh, like tenant which is a great movie by the way um it was like because of the pandemic and stuff like you couldn't go to the theater and watch it right right but i'm just like you know what i have the 20 bucks it costs
0: like i'm going to the movie and i just bought it and it was great you bought it you bought the movie online or on dvd yeah because at the
3: time like it was either you bought it or like it took another like four or five months before or three months before it was
0: rentable where you had it for a couple days so i just bought it this is only going to like exasperate what you think the age gap is between us. But do you want to know how I rent movies? I, I, I want to say no, but tell me. I get them from the I get them from the library. No, you. It's don't. like a poor. It's like a poor man's Netflix or like what Netflix used to be. You can go on the lib the library, the local library will get new movies like right away when they come out, and you can go on and you can reserve them, and they send you an email when it's ready, and you just drive down and pick it up, and you have it for like a week. On DVD. That is one of the oldest things I've heard. Like, Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was, that was the oldest thing. <laughs> not, you,
2: you, you you did that
0: whole little speech about how you weren't that much older than me, and then you just turned yourself 75 years old. Congrats. It's free. It's free. Where's the hole in this plan? It's great. Other than you have to drive there. That that part. But the library not that far away. I haven't used, I haven't stepped in a library, I, a, I don't want to admit this, in a long time, bro. You don't like books? or do you
2: I've never been them? to a library ah. ever in
0: my life. You've never been to a library, and you're like, "That's now hold not up, Tony. That's
3: we am gonna real come back to that after I keep making fun of Jason. So
2: <laughs>
3: I haven't, I haven't used <laughs> library card in a good like I'm uh, thirteen years. Like I'm, I'm, and the one reason I won't make fun of you is because you have young daughters who. Are really interested in things. That's not the I,
0: reason, I, though. That's not the reason. I got uh, you know. I'm being honest. That's not the reason. Should have let me shoot you bail because <laughs> it's not the reason. be <laughs> no.
3: like, yeah, I'm going. I'm going to the move. The, I get the, a lot of stuff at
0: the library. I get. I definitely get. What else are they? The, what else are they? Uh, renting at the library? I'm music. In all new music is available right away at the new library. Music. Yeah, we have a good library. It's on a CD, uh, which works Stop. in my car. Stop. Stop, stop. <laughs>
3: Tony, I'm all right. I'm coming back to Tony. Tony, why have you never, oh my God, he's got his own CD. Why have you never been to the library, Tony? I've never needed to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do
0: like <laughs> oh is,
1: what?
2: <laughs> what does that even mean? Tony. Did you just know everything? Well, uh, by the time I was coming of age to want to get knowledge myself, the internet was there. So nah, Tony, hold on. All right, to so, so Tony is a year
3: older than me, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the early thousands, Tony, we used to have book reports. And it was before the internet was as good as it is now. And you yeah. have to like look up an encyclopedia or you have a book that you have to get that you get not get in school. So how would
2: you how would you do stuff? So uh, I gave him a system actually when it was time for book reports, did. was I uh Read I picked the back out page? Five, I ripped out five books. Uh, read all five books, fairly easy books uh, that I got from school in the school library, uh, and I just rotated on the book reports. I don't know if I'm mad. That's a library. This. You went to a that's library. From, that's a school library, though. That's not a. So you've library. never had a library card in your life. I have never used it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tony is the best. You're so, you're so like defiant and proud of this. Like Yes. I I would say that uh, the sentence I've never been in a library is not something you want people to know. And you're like, you're you're like thrilled with yourself about this.
2: Yes, because I feel like a lot of people lie. I feel like a lot of people (laughs) haven't been to a library. (laughs) Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. on.
3: You've been to the library before because you got the library
2: card. Uh, No, they do the sign up at the school. I've never physically walked into any building that was designated. <laughs> <This is
0: amazing. laughs> so, like if I took you to like Chicago Public Library downtown. It's a beautiful building and it's got like three stories. They have gargoyles on the side. Yeah. And and they've got this. the uh, the winter garden atrium up on top. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so if I took you to this place, you just would be like amazed by it. You would no, you would I'd be, be like- stunned by it. No, I'll just, this is really boring. What am I, what am I doing here? I got audio. You just folks. would be wa- walking around this beautiful library, just watching TikTok videos on your phone. Yeah. Like, hey, Tech
3: okay. tic- <laughs> videos. It's TikTok, sir. Come on. <laughs> yeah, this is why you listen to
2: music
0: at the library. <laughs> so- no, no, no. You don't listen to it at the library. You check it out. I check out cookbooks. I check out all kinds of stuff at the library. The library is cool. The library is like the internet, but in person. I want you to remember this conversation and never in your life can
3: you get upset with me for calling you old ever again. So one of the things that 75-year-old Jason Leisure and I <laughs> often talk about is dating. And Fascinated by it. He's been married to his lovely wife, Ashley, since college. Yes, and so, so I've never really been on the dating market, never really been on the market, yeah. which is, you know, there's a lot of benefits to that. I, we could go through them, but that's another, I, I've been happy, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I wasn't trying to say you're not happy. Uh, But during the, during the, the height of the pandemic, I go and spend some time at the leisure's home, which is great. Socially distance. We're chilling. And jason not knowing how dating is right now because he's 75 he goes russ i kid you not tony this is how the story went russ oh man like it's so crazy right like i can't imagine how it is for a single person right now
2: yes exactly you, you know must, he's told me the exact same thing it's like it yeah, must. you guys so, are both single and i've been it, like if, very it empathetic must, it must
3: be it must be so lonely out there like he, oh man i don't know how you getting through it and i look at him and just as a matter of fact, as we're talking about it now, I'm like, no, nah, I've been chilling. I'm like, I've I've actually killing shit out here. dude. He's like, really? It's never like, been better to be rushed. I'm just like, where, where have you been? So what we need to do, I want to have a step-by-step breakdown of what it's like to, to do online dating slash
0: dating in a pandemic. Okay, you're going to teach me. Yeah. Okay. So we're
3: going to go through it. Like I'm, we're going to break it right. down.
0: Do, do you want me to pretend like take myself, like my personality, my sensibilities and like be pretend I'm 25 and single, or is this going to be more like a PowerPoint lecture? No, this
3: is this is a PowerPoint Prezi okay. presentation. Like I'm going to, I'm going to
0: walk you through what it's like to date right now. Tony, do you know what's going on in this segment? Did, were you aware of, are you, are you like the co-professor here or what? Are you learning
2: in the class like me? No, I'm the the only other person besides Russ in this podcast grouping that knows what he's talking about. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Tony wanted to
0: write. Tony, I hope I'm not blowing the lid off this. I should have asked him off air. But Tony wanted wants to or wanted to write a Netflix series about his uh, dating adventures. Yeah. No, we're still working on it. Yeah, still working on it. I volunteered to help him uh, write a script. Not like I would have any of the ideas. I would just help with the writing, like kind of work under him. And uh, Tony had no interest in my help at all. Well, but you don't, you don't,
3: you haven't dated since like, check yes or no, if you like me. So that might be why, to, that might be why we got to walk you through this. So, so here's the thing. So online dating, get it out of your mind. The, the old stigma of Ooh, you dating online, you must I be think on. everybody's past that. Yeah. You got to get past. Like it's, this is not, no, I am the the Christian mingle, black whatever people were using back in the day uh to date online date like that's those days are over it's i i I compare it to tattoos like the stigma like tattoos used to be this taboo thing and i was like everybody has tattoos so it's like online dating used to be this ooh you online dating loser (laughs) now and and, it did it It was super weird and you were in love back then I shout out to y'all. Like, that's great.
0: I don't, I'm not calling you a loser, but that was the stigma. It was uh, thought of as very weird. And now it's not at all. Now it's like the most normal thing. It's probably the number one way that people date, I would imagine, Russ. Yeah. So I think if you look there, it's applications. So it's, it's
3: kind of looked at now, like it's a part of social media. Like you have Twitter, you have Instagram, you have your dating apps. So which are the, what the the popular ones, Tinder is, you know, the probably the most popular then you have things like Hinge, which is also a dating app. And what I found to be the best of the dating apps is Bumble. Bumble
0: is like the shit when it comes to dating apps. It's, um, it's again not a visual medium, but Tony is nodding like he agrees with you.
2: Tony, whenever you want to interject, you can, bro. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. You're on the roll, dude. Like, yeah, I agree. Bumble, those are the big three, and uh, I think I think Hinge is, is. I thought Hinge was strictly for hookups. Oh, see, I was always under the press and it was Tinder was the hookup application.
3: And then you had Hinge, which was kind of like Bumble. And then Bumble was the elite of the dating apps. And so what makes Bumble different, Jason, is that's when when you're, so you go on these and you like swipe left and right. So right, if you like somebody, left, if you don't. And once you match with somebody. Based on their
0: face. uh, Let me judge their entire character and whether you could be happy with them in a long-term relationship by their face got no, it I don't be like that Uh-uh. don't don't do that
3: there's like <laughs> sometimes you sometimes you throw your, your instagram in there so they can kind of see your personality you throw different pictures in there this is the key like you can't just have pictures of you with your shirt off and all this other stuff trying to be you know whatever like you have to have a, a diverse portfolio of pictures. So you have one okay. to show off your smile, maybe one with some friends yeah. show your personality. Uh if you have a dog, that's a big that's a big thing. So maybe one, maybe dog. one where you're doing a painting or reading a book. Yeah, something to show okay. like the different charity fac- work, different facets of your personality, right? There and so go. then you have a lot of different things. You have your uh you know, your, if you, you're into astrology, they had your signs on there, your height on there, your okay. Uh, Activity levels, if you smoke weed or not, that's on there. Okay, whatever. Like they have a lot of different stuff to, and so people go through. You look through. Okay, I like this. I don't like that. I'm into this. I'm not into that. And you know, you find out some people's into some stuff. You're like, oh, that, all right, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. Whatever. (laughs) Um, That's that's kind of part of as you're going through. You know the 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 online dating scene. Okay, all right. So as you're creating your profile, you think about these different things. So. On Bumble, if you match with somebody, it's not like the others where you could shoot a message to the person. Like mm-hmm. on Bumble, like the woman messages you first. Okay. Um.
0: Which Hang on, I, I, I'm, I'm taking notes on this. No, don't take
3: notes, Ashley. I didn't tell him to take no, no, notes. Just
0: you know, in case my wife leaves me, I need to know. That. <laughs> oh my God, I'm not. We're not even. No,
3: Ashley, he's doing this on his own accord. I didn't force him into this. But so on um, Bumble, they message you first, which I've always found to be great because it makes I don't have to think of some unique line to shoot at somebody. Yeah, it's called a pickup line.
2: Uh, nah, I, no, no you, still, you still need to know how to
3: you know no 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 no. Uh, I, no I'm no, good no. you yeah you kind of have you need to be able to have a conversation I I think for me it's always been I know uh, how do I say this without well, sounding like that guy you will and it's fine go ahead uh, it's, I'm uh, so I know I'm gonna be interesting to somebody <laughs> but, <laughs> and, and yes. I don't mean like an asshole I'm just saying like uh, I'm, uh, I'm a people person I like to have conversations so I can find a common thing with somebody but it's I don't know if everybody's always going to have that level of personality. And so being a reporter, being good with words, like I'm really good on that medium as well as being good in person. But if you, if I get a message that says, hi, yes. Chances are 10 times out of 10, no matter how fine you are, I'm not going to respond really, because if you <laughs> okay. just put high, that shows that you put very little effort into this exchange. Gotcha. There's enough people out there where you're gonna find somebody for whatever you're looking for. But if somebody maybe asks me a question, that's something I do. Like I'm not just gonna say hi. Like I'm gonna ask you a question, something that I saw in your profile or whatever that engages or like will draw a response from somebody. Okay. Um, gotcha. So that usually that's usually how I do this thing. So if if I get an engaging like first message, that's gonna Say, okay, all right. This uh, this person took the time out to like be unique in how they hit me. Okay. <laughs> and so if if or if I'm sending a DM, like I want to be unique in how I'm sending that. So Tony, am I are we still on the right track here?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um I'm a, I give a little bit more leeway than Russ does. Um so Tony, you so get a message that says suck, it's, it's, and you're like, all right, it's Tony's the like, oh, second, it's damn, the, this my wife. It's the second, it's the second or <laughs> third responses, right? Okay. like all right yeah this is the first initial contact they don't know me they're trying to gauge me as well so again like russ i don't have a problem being interesting because i have mm-hmm. all the questions I have all Say that joint tony this medium helps you talk to women a hundred percent a hundred percent if you if you want to learn how to talk to women be join sports media the arrogance oh. on this zoom call right now man. between the two of you guys. I mean, I'm literally sitting, sitting back in a, in a, in a chair. So you yeah. know.
3: I, I don't, I, I, like I don't that.
2: want it. I don't want it to sound like
3: me and Tony run this. We're like gigolos or something. Uh, <laughs> Jeez. It's, not okay. that, it's not that at all. I'm just saying like, as you learn how to date, like people do, you learn what your strengths are. I do think Tony's right. Like working in this medium where we talk to people for a living, like it's what we do. It makes dating a lot easier because we talk to strangers every day. And so talking to a stranger on a platform like a Bumble or Hinge or Tinder or in the DMs or whatever, I'd add that to that. Um, It's a lot easier because I I don't look at it as having pressure because I do it for a living, you know? Gotcha. All right. Um, I would say that I'm not even going to think about it in the pandemic, pandemic setting. I'd say 60% of my dating is via application. And I'd say 40% are, I met you at the gym or at Starbucks or, or referral, which is still elite in terms of meeting people. And that would be what would in the, the, in the day was like the wingman effect. Like, yo, this my man, somebody setting you you up. Yeah, somebody setting you up or my homegirl going, hey, this is Russ is a really good friend of mine. And he's a really nice guy. And like, I think y'all would be cool together. And then I come through. Hey, what's going on? Shake somebody's hand and like, I'm Russell, blah, blah, blah. blah. And like try to hit it off with somebody.
0: Those are still great. But that's probably the split 60 40. And so how does this progress from just like messages back and forth to I mean, at some point you got to have an actual date here. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you can't just do the whole it, thing it over the app. It can't live like, yeah. At some point you got to step into real yeah, life. You, at some point, you, <laughs> thank you, Jason. I, I realize
3: um, <laughs> at some point, yes, you have to be able to make that jump off of an application into a real date. The key is we have a lot of creeps out here. So like you never like personally, yo, I want to meet you in real life. Like, it, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like And I'm, I'm telling you having conversations with women it's it'd be like that so dude's wilding, but i'm saying like you have to at some point like you don't want to have to have this back and forth on the app for like three weeks it is the sooner the better because you have this chemistry with somebody it's like oh let's go grab coffee so that's always my usually one of my first things like oh let's grab coffee because one it's in a public pay it's in a public place uh it makes Uh, the woman that I'm trying to see feel a lot safer in a public place. I don't never want somebody to feel uncomfortable or whatever. Um, And then it's like a predate for that person. And for me, it's just like, okay, I like this person who I think this person is.
0: Okay. All right. So it's like to see if you want to go on a real date. Right. And seeing if, all right. All right. Seeing if the chemistry is there. It's a long process.
3: I mean, that's what dating is. Like, it's never like, and I I know there's some people who are opposed to the predate, And I, I understand. I think sometimes I think the pre-date is good, but if you were wanted to say, Hey, just take me on a real date. I don't think I have a problem with that either. Cause I do that sometimes, but
0: it kind of just depends on the situation. Okay. So how, like everybody is putting, including you, I'm sure. And, and my brother and other people that do this, (laughs) you're putting the absolute best pictures of yourself that you can. I mean, one, I don't take bad pictures. Okay. Two, uh, if I do, they're never making it on any of my socials. Uh, are you like this. Are you like this all the time? Like with, with women? No, I'm a, I am don't take we, bad pictures. I'm the no, most interesting I'm, man in the world.
3: No, 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 no. I'm a gentleman. I'm just I'm talking. talking to my friends right now. All right. Okay. I'm I'm. I'm a very quali- high quality. date, dude. like, don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I am just talking I'm just professional. A, yeah. Um, no, I, no, I, no I, you're not a, you don't hey, want to be a professional. No, uh, you're taking, you you do want to put nice pictures of you on because okay. it's like, hey, you want to show off the best side of yourself. Sure. I don't think that's unnatural or weird. At the same time, I got some goofy pictures of me up there because what I've learned is like, that's me. Like there's some that's my personality. And those pictures get way more responses than me with no shirt on. Even though those get lots of response too, it's just like people want to sure see they you. do. Rush.
0: People <laughs> want to see you laugh, bro. Like people how do you? But but like photo. how often do you come across uh, somebody's pro the the very best picture of me? Probably doesn't. I probably don't look that good on a Tuesday night. You know how often do you come across somebody that does not? They've maybe maybe their photo fo- maybe their profile photo is a few years old or. It doesn't quite match up with what you're running into in real life. Are you saying what happens when you get catfish? Is that what you're asking me? that? No, I don't think so. I'm
3: not yeah, sure if I know that's, what that means. That's,
2: that's, that's essentially your question, though.
3: Yeah, that you are saying, what if this person is not what they present in the photo? No,
0: nor like if I put a picture of myself up from when I was 29, I had much more hair and was much more fit. And yeah, then the if you met me in real life, you would you're be very let down by... Point. Go ahead. Yeah, you're catfishing somebody at that point. Like That's you, called catfishing? Cat f- mm-hmm. I thought catfishing is like what happened to Manti Teo. There's levels. But that, that's not... I think uh, that's
3: uh, low-level catfishing, yes. Because okay, all right. that's not who you are anymore. Like, if I put a picture of me from like seven years ago, that wouldn't be who I am. Like, so you have to keep them semi-current. Like, yes. I think the last two years... You can't have something for like 10 years ago and say, I I find
0: that with my Twitter profile picture or my picture they put in the paper. Like I got to update that every couple of years or else
2: people are going to be like, Oh wow. You're way uglier in person. (laughs) Not really. Like you got these, uh, No, I'm just five years older. These older like beat writers. They just keep the same one for like decades and nobody bothers them. Just to remind people what
0: they looked like when they were 30.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's my general breakdown
0: of what, dating in this age is do you so hit a lot about, of deception in general where things maybe not the photos but things are things in real life don't turn out to be what you were led to believe on the on the uh profile or i mean that's dating right like yeah vibe in person are you vibe
3: and um you still might have some chemistry in person but it's not necessarily what you're one looking for and then it's also like hey i don't rock with
0: this and you know you you move forward like that's what kind of what dating is in general not just now and every one of these is like such a process it's like you're going through all these stages and levels so are you i mean not you specifically russ mm-hmm. but like does a person in general are, are you dating multiple people at a time on this app To i mean otherwise you're just like you're going to spend how long with just one person only to find out that that's not going to be a fit or how does that, how does it that work? Depends,
3: it depends what you're looking for, right? So okay. if you're looking for somebody to date to be your long-term relationship, you can definitely do that. And that's great. Like for sure, go knock that out. Um, if I, I, it, And a lot of it is depends on your definition of dating. So if you're dating, you could be dating multiple people in hopes to find the person that you like the best. That's dating. D- dating can also be, you know, one person that's dating too. So I guess it kind of just depends on your definition and what you're looking for. Like if you're just looking to casually date, that's a thing. If you're looking to date in hopes of having a relationship or or you know even more long term than that, that's definitely something that people do. So it kind of just depends what you're you're looking for.
0: And you love this. Do, don't do, love you and you, you enjoy this. It's the
2: most efficient way to date, I think, at this point.
0: Define okay. loving this like it's fun for you.
2: Uh I I don't know if I would this mm. I wouldn't describe would as fun per <laughs> yeah, se I so I wouldn't like, call it it's fun. A, it's a it's a lot of energy, you yeah. know trying it does to sound like a lot of work. <laughs> No, it no, is. It's, it, it's,
3: it, it is to some degree. Because like, Dating is a lot of work. Right? I'm busy, <laughs> and I don't necessarily. I it, and that makes. That's one of the parts. of it. It's like it's it's hard to line up your schedules and what you do. So like some of that comes into play. But no, I wouldn't say I love it. Like it's not like oh, I love dating. Like sure, I like to meet people. Like that's cool. Um, and going on dates is cool, and and to like learn different people, and maybe something comes of that. I I I like that part of it. But I don't necessarily love the process. No, I don't. I wouldn't say that at all.
0: And it must be frustrating you to to uh, never find anybody that's as interesting as you are, Russ. Don't say I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh my god. So we've made it through two of these things. At what point do we stop counting the episodes, do you think? You never stop. Oh, at some yeah, point, you I'm get rolling. rolling enough, like you don't have to keep saying it. But for now, we do. For now, it's like yeah. every episode we get. I'm so
3: happy. Been, oh man, what's a prize?
1: Another That's us. That's two, Russ.
3: That's two, two in the tank. Um, nah, it's, I've I really enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed learning that Tony has never been to the library. I proudly, not proudly, Gil. never been to a library. Yeah, I don't read books. And what? Like that was Tony good <laughs> that whole time. <laughs> that made my day. Uh Tony Gill never ceases to amaze me but no before we let you go once again we're so happy to have obvious shirts as a sponsor of our show make sure you go to obvious joe and the fine folks over there will hook you up whatever you need they got it uh, uh for fans buy fans use promo code adjacent 10 that's promo code adjacent 10 if you got to look it up you can and no no shame here if you need to look how to spell it adjacent 10 get 10 percent off your order at obvious all right um For Russ Dorsey, that is Jason Leisure. Tony Gill, who has never been to the library, running the boards. We appreciate you for listening. We will holler at y'all next week.
2: Thanks for listening to Sports Adjacent with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey. Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms.
3: I'm very much a Jason.
1: For a couple hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened. I was like, you know what, James? You adjacent to the mother. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.